Brothers and sisters, today is the first talk really of this series of talks on fighting the good fight, this, the whole theme of spiritual combat. In our culture today, no, not so different from the past as well, is a fascination with the human body and uh, we can spend huge amounts of energy and, and, and money on sculpting the body, mastering the body through exercise, fitness, gym, you can go on and on and on and on. And then, of course, there's a huge amount that is spent uh, or, or, or time given to consider about fashion and the clothes we wear, etc. But, but as we know, and this is, this is nothing new for me to say, but, you know, how much time and consideration do we give to our soul? Uh, the, the very part of us that, 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 that informs really everything and that is important for considering eternal life. Needless to say that, you know, the soul does affect the body and, 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 and how we pray is also affected by the body. So the body does need to be looked after as well in, in the right way, but it also needs to be tamed and, and also needs to be guided too as well to, to reach those higher parts of prayer and communion with God. And so we're going to talk today about, you know, the human struggle with ourselves and God has given us the gift to master our spiritual souls with him, to be partners with him in bringing about a perfection of our soul, um, which already bears fruit in this life, but certainly in the next life. And so when the Bible talks about struggle and they call combat, spiritual combat, it talks about sin and talks about temptation. So the whole struggle with ourselves and we're going to see this in light of, of, of a threefold pattern that we see throughout the scriptures. First of all, in the book of Genesis, when, when the first human beings uh, entered into sin, uh, broke communion with God and, and, and engaged in disfiguring themselves, their, their interior life, they, this came about, according to the book of Genesis, uh, basically in a threefold way. First of all, the reason they took this fruit is because they thought it was good to eat it. Second one was that it was pleasing to their eyes. And thirdly, they were desired for the knowledge that it was said to give them. And so they went against God and, and, and what God thought was good and what God had planned for them and took it matters into their own hands. Um, you know, St. John in his, in his, um, in the first letter of St. John, he basically speaks about the same threefold path and he talks about the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. This threefold uh, pattern, which you could say is these are the attractions of of transgression of of betraying God, and they make sin possible. You could say, and and again we see this threefold pattern really in the three temptations of Christ in the desert himself, where it is in this cosmic battle with Satan, um, and 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 how his. And, and how Satan tempts his own body. And, 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 and then we see that as, as also being real for each one of us. In the first temptation, we see Christ being test, te tempted with the loss of the flesh, you know, to, to, to eat when he had decided to fast and, and to, uh, to, to please the Father in this way. So it's, it's that loss of the flesh. And then, then the next temptation was about the whole seeing all that the Satan promised to give him power and worldly kingdom. So it was a lust of, of, of the eyes, you could say, a display of power, the glitz and glamour of things. And then the last one was that he was about the scripture that, you know, throw yourself down and, and, and that God could 
um, could, could, could capture you. God would deliver you, send his angels. And, and you know, that was a distorting of scripture by Satan. But, but Christ, but that temptation funnily was about taking God on, putting God to the test or, or, or putting God's wisdom to the test, uh, standing over against God somehow by being wise or even wiser than, than God. And so this is, this is in many ways, um, that temptation we said about Adam and Eve taking the fruit from the tree, uh, because it was desirable for that, for the knowledge that they'd be more wise than God. And, and again, the book, you know, when the book of Deuteronomy speaks of this threefold path and it speaks of it as a string of the heart, a surrender to idolatry or refusal to listen. So they're different patterns, but they're all related. And so if we were to recap this threefold pattern, um, of which structures really our human experience of, of temptation. Um, we could say it like this, that firstly, the, it's under the desires and needs of the body. Uh, secondly, what is pleasing and delightful, whether in our eyes, own eyes and the eyes of the other. And thirdly, the desire for knowledge and the power and the, and the autonomy that that brings. And it's along these lines that, that a lot of our weaknesses come. And, and it's, it, it, we could say it's our experience of sin and transgression are structured in this kind of way. We identify this, you know. So there's much to be gained by meditating on this threefold structure. And so to easily identify kind of the struggle that we are caught up with, with ourselves and, 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 and what we're up against. That, that, that battle to disfigure the beauty of our soul and therefore to disfigure our experience of the higher joys of experiencing God in this life. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you.